0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't
1: a road trip. It was just a really long drive.
0: At participating McDonald's. You know, when you exited the league, obviously it was a lot of talk, a lot of controversy.
2: My others went low, I went high. They said I was crazy. Now they dancing like me. Put that shit on! Appreciate that. Came from the struggle. I had to hustle. Get out the muscle. This is no touch. Don't gotta touch. Put that shit on! <laughs>
0: Not the palace. The legend himself, A B. What's going on, brother? What's up, baby? I'm good, man. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, baby. Revolt. <laughs> Business
1: is booming.
0: Business is booming. It's been a slogan <laughs> for a long time.
2: That, that shit on. <laughs> yeah,
0: keep it on. Yeah, keep that on. That's shit the most important on. part. That's the most important part. Yeah, so we're gonna, gonna have a, I feel like this is gonna be a classic conversation. Oh, we know that. We still got some unfinished business to finish okay. after this is over. That's a we'll fact. We'll talk about that get later. That.
1: You'll see that footage later. <laughs> <About> homework. we
0: <laughs> will see that later <laughs> we'll on. Get
2: that done.
0: Well, we gonna you know, I want to talk, I want to start off with the business. We're going to talk a lot of business, This business. And um, I'm going to start right away. President of Donda Sports? Yes. So, shout out to Ye. Um, so, what's that entail? What's, what's your vision for Donda Sports?
2: Well, just finding the next future superhero, you know, helping them fulfill his mission or goal or whatever he strive to be you know right now we got an academy school for the high school kid a basketball team and just providing kids the opportunity to to live out their dreams and control their narrative so right now that's where we started you know justin LeBoy, you know hands on with me in the process so we just keep building and just work for the next pioneers of the future to provide them the best opportunities
1: yeah i, I was wondering that because i'm like donda obviously Ab, Boomin. I just want to know how involved because you didn't just start with signing like yeah. regular people. Yeah. Like you got the probably the best NFL yeah. player, probably in the past ten years, in Aaron Donald, and then you got Jalen Brown, who was in the finals this year. So how involved were you in the process of selecting the athletes to represent the brand?
2: Well, it's really mostly on Justin Leboy. You know, he's he's the one who running hands on. You know, me being the president, just making sure the infrastructure there as far as the guys need for the younger generation what they need, you know. Professional guys like Jalen Brown and you know Aaron Donald they already superstars <laughs> and already paved their own way per se, you know. So for me it's just you know pioneering the future, looking for the next guys that want to be the best and looking for those opportunities. Obviously we got a uh, sportswear brand, the Donda hoodies is uh, viral, you know those sell out. We got the merch. So it's a lot of things we doing outside of athletics. You know, we, you know, obviously I'm an artist too, so I work with that or with Ye. And it's just, you know, controlling your narrative, being who you want. You know, a lot of people numbers, but I'm 1099, so I'm independent. Nah, so, break,
1: break that down for them. Break that down for them. I want that to go over their heads. 1099, independent.
2: Yeah, you know, if you're doing business, you, you know, if you're paying people, if you're not running W-9s. You got to give them 1099s. If not, you're going to be paying twice the tax. So, you know, my business booming. So, you know, I could let you know a game or two. Or you know how to protect the business revenue. Because what you pay, if you're not, you know, W-9 or 1099, you're not getting your return on your tax. So, you know, business booming, you know, being the president, you know, you just, you want to pioneer the game. You know, not the players that's already pioneered. You know, we're looking for... You know young inspired you know talent that's really ready to live out their dreams you know you know we all as players have dreams of what you want to become and aspiration so it's all about being inspired you know if you're inspired and you willing to, you know be your best self and want to control your narrative Donda the sports
0: coming down the sports Yo, I feel, I feel, I feel <laughs> that like that energy the new death row record yeah. <laughs> so like what you you obviously one of the greatest to ever do it you know, you've been a professional for a long time. What do you want to do different from, like, maybe what has been done in your career or have you seen yeah. your, your, your teammates, your peers? Like, what's your vision to actually yeah. change the
2: game? Well, the game never changed, you know, just the players in it. So you can impact the game as far as you, how you come and how you play the game, but the game never changed, just the players in it. So the, the thing I would say is know when to walk off. You know, you got to know when to walk off the field. You know what I mean? Because life is not about the field. The field is just what you do. It's not who I am. You know, we all do things in life for a job or for a wager. It may not get a lot of attention as far as a, a sports athlete, but it's just what I do. And uh, I think in life you got to know what you do and who you are when they kind of get entangled. Because every day I get like, you know, it's always, you know, targeted. You know, we got to deal with it, and it's nonstop. So you know, for me, it's just you gotta know when to walk off, and you gotta know, you know, not to let people tell you what's best for you. You know, knowing who you are, because a lot of people doing things or working in the business in survival mode. You know, I like to think I play football to be the best, and to be able to take care of my family, and to do all the right things. And uh, I just say you should know when to walk off because, you know, it's a life outside the field, it's a life outside the court, it's a life outside the arena. It's a life outside your job and you know, we all gonna die. So while you're here, you know, you gotta know when to hit that switch off. You know, a lot of people go zero to a hundred, but can you go hundred to zero and still be true to yourself, you know, because you know, CTE and a lot of stuff scribed from the trauma for the game is nonstop trauma. They hit they on me every day. Like it's nonstop, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's never ending. So it's like, you know, as a player, as a person, as a human, you know, know when to, you know, know when to go in your zone, know when to walk off. You know, they told Ye, he always be a producer. He had to know when to you know, to, you know, to do what he had to do to, you know, be himself. So for me, you know, stay true to yourself and you know when you got to walk off.
1: Yeah, what was that transition like? Because obviously at some one point you're being celebrated, you're everywhere, you're on the cover yeah. of everything. And then at a certain another point it's like well now you became the villain for yeah. the things that you used to be celebrated for and so it's like yeah like how how, how, is, how do you deal with that
2: that's a part of the game that's what a lot of people don't want to deal with the reality the truth of what are we signing up for you know what i mean and you know you sign up for this game and you just sign up to change your life you don't know that it's risking your health you know it's calling brain damage it causing relationship trauma but no one cares about that. You know, people care about entertainment. Could you get in the end zone? Could you make them dance? You know, could you sell tickets? Could you win trophies? You know, I did all that. You know, so in reality, you know, it's just you knowing what's right for you. Knowing when, knowing when you're why, knowing what's your why, and what are you doing, and when it's time to, you know, because everybody don't have the best transition, you know. There's so a lot of players now are out there, that you never hear from or never see or you can't, you know, you can't touch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just knowing when to walk off and, uh, you know, take your situation for yourself. Yeah. So you know?
0: let's talk about the music. The music is booming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even saying this cause yeah, it's actually good music. Like, yeah. and um, you know, you got songs with some of the top artists you charted. Uh, a lot of songs going viral on TikTok. So when did, when did your passion for music come and when did you decide to really take music serious?
2: I always had a passion for music, you know, was just expressing myself, being creative. You know, I have a drive and a passion to do that. So, you know, music always been an outlet, outlet for me, especially being a player and not being able to explain yourself. You know, I have to come do interviews and I do them from their point of view or their perspective of what they're trying to get out or how they're trying to rationalize me or how they're trying to, you know, minute or minimize my role. So, you know, knowing that, you know what I'm saying? You just do what's best for you, man. The first rule of life is self-preservation. You gotta take care of yourself first. So if you ain't self-sufficient, you can't really take care of no one else. So for me, I just take care of myself in the midst of whatever's going on. It's
1: not self-sufficient. You can't put that shit on.
2: Well, you can't, and you can't keep it on. You can't keep it's it on. It's gonna be yeah. difficult.
1: It's very difficult, yes. extremely challenging.
0: So you have a deal with video, I believe, five million a year to drop new music?
2: <laughs> I don't got a deal with nobody Man, I own myself. Okay. You know, I got a partnership with a couple people, but you know, we do our own deals. You know, I'm a successful football player. You know, I made a lot of money in contracts. So we don't need no deals. We only buying in, we only in the ownership, we own it in the only into repping our own self. So I don't need no deals. If anything with me is a partnership.
1: So, you said you gotta score touchdowns, and you gotta dance, and so put that shit on is a hit, we know that, but it also comes with a dance. And so we've seen this happen a lot in our culture, where we create something and we don't own it.
0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip,
1: it was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's, I know you're big on ownership. Yes, we've seen people take it, put it in video games, yes. put it on TikTok, but you did a little different. You said, right? So, with, yeah. with your dance, how did you manage to own that? What, what was the process?
2: Well, obviously, we bought the Do Your Dance AB web and all that. And obviously, I'm the first originator. You know, once you originate something, shout out to Reek for rolling loud. You know, providing me that platform you know, to push the Paradigm album. You know, I had a whole paradigm shift. You ever wake up and have a revolution? It's like everything changed. <laughs> it's like everything changed you know, I was able to be able to perform on Rolling Loud. Shout the to Rolling Loud for giving me the opportunity. You know, the first NFL player to ever perform at Rolling Loud and the dance went viral, the song, put that shit on and I'm just doing what I normally do. You know, when the rats come in You know, I like to put that shit on, you know. (laughs) So when the rats come in, you know, I just, it was a blessing, man, it's just, you know, to be able to get your craft or have respect for your craft. You know, a lot of people, when they do certain things, you know, they try to label you, or you gotta just play ball, or you can't, you know, you can do whatever you wanna do, man, just work hard at it. And, uh, you know, treat it like anything, you know, it take discipline, it take a good team it take hard work, it take courage, you know what I mean? So believe in yourself to do whatever you want to do. You know, they say yeah, he couldn't do not but produce. You know what I mean? The bigger, you know, they say he couldn't do fashion. So it's not about what they say, it's about what we do. So I'm just here to do the do.
1: Yeah, you, you've been saying that, I mean, it's just consistent. In like 2016, you said, I'm not just a football player, I'm not just an athlete, I'm a businessman first. And so that's why I'm saying, like, the dance part is so key because now when you own it, you can license it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But you just brought up another key point, and it's the team. And so as you're going through this transition from saying, I'm a businessman, not really for you, but for the people around you, yeah. what was that like? Are they encouraging you or they're saying, hey, this may not be good for your quote-unquote brand at the time?
2: A lot of people going to have say-sos, but, you know, they're not in your position. You know, my whole thing is, you know, the how to write people around me. You know what I mean. If you have the right people around you, thinking according to the mission or the vision what you guys set out to do or set out to be, then they should be encouraging that way. But you know, obviously, when people don't understand things and you know they look at me as a football player and they want me to do football, you know they have some emotion there in that regards. But it's about you know having the right people that keep you encouraged and you know somewhat may understand the vision because as a creator, you know. Sometimes people don't always see it. Mm-hmm.
0: So speaking of football, the education standpoint is important because a lot of people are fans of football, yeah. but they don't understand the business behind it. Yeah. And we got educated. We got a couple of friends that's in the league, and you know, like you see the guarantee contracts a lot, exactly. and a lot of the guarantee contracts never actually get paid. Yeah. I know you've had issues in the past, so can you talk about that? Like I'm asking you a few questions about like the league, but. Guaranteed contracts, can you kind of explain that, like why it's not always what it seems to be?
2: Yeah, because the NFL is ran by the NFL, and the NFLPA is what protect the players, you see what I'm saying? So it's the same business that's working with you and that's working for you, working against you and working for you. So, you know, it's like, how you gonna win when your lawyer works for the NFL? It's NFL and NFLPA. So they're making deals that's the common interest for the NFL. So as a player, you know what I mean? You just gotta, you just gotta be smart and know what you come in the NFL for and understand first and foremost, it's a business. So, you know, within business, everything may not go the way you want it to go, but in business, you gotta take care of your business. Football is not a bad game. You know, it changed my life. It put me in this position where I'm at today. It just, you gotta know when to walk off. I don't have unlimited health to keep, you know, cutting on boys getting tackled, so it's just, you no know, life get, moves on. I mean, you remember who won the Super Bowl in 1989? Who won? You know? Yeah. Who? The 49ers. See, so you a football juke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like rain. What man, about you know. 45?
1: <laughs> 1945? Yeah. Um oh, that's before that's way before that's me. There, was was no was there was no <laughs> NFL. There was no NFL. There was no NFL.
0: Exactly. Who won in 93?
1: Cowboys.
2: What about 2000? Ravens. 2020.
1: 2000. That was two years ago? Yeah. Was it you? Obviously. <laughs> 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 Hello. <laughs> you got it, me. <laughs> Bro, you smart. You know the game.
2: That boy know the game. She is like one on one person that you would meet that really actually know. You actually normal person. They don't know. What are you talking about?
0: And then like another thing like players don't know a lot of times, like what they call jock tax, right? Where it's like you get taxed for each
2: state that you play in. Like, once you see the contract, man, it's just the number. The contract could be revoked at any time. Hmm. If you get in the wrong situation, the contract could be taken. You know, that could be revoked any time so there's no guarantees. And you getting hit with 50% tax. Hmm. Then you got a 46%. Then you got to pay your agent. Then if you're in the city, you might have state tax. So, yeah, they make the number look real good online, but, you know, it's some state tax in there, some taxes, some agent fees. And, you know, sometimes in the contract, you know, the money could always be the most in the back the farther you go. So, you know, that's how NFL structure. Mm-hmm. And You know, we don't have guys that's, you know, breaking the mold or changing the way the deals get done, and then that's the way the game going to be.
1: Yeah, so the, the goal is to try to get the guarantee, but I know one of the things toward the tail end of your career, and we see what a lot of veterans is they get to the incentivize contracts.
2: Of course, because now you think you're – so good but the older you get the, just the honest of the business the lower they trying to give you a salary so no matter how good you is, the whole thing is to get you out of the game with a low salary and that's the business and you know as a player you know being a player understanding the business is two different things did you like so when
0: they have like those rookie symposiums and financial advisors come and talk to the guys does anybody is that beneficial or is it just a waste
2: no i think uh, i feel like I won't never say it's a waste because, you know, players who who never grew up with money just having money need some type of per se, but they can't have a meeting with a bunch of rookie guys who all got to get drafted and looking at each other for the first time in the draft class to hear about someone talking about money and no one's going to listen to some random guy tell you <laughs> what to do with your money and you just worked this hard and just, you know what I mean? So, you know, money can be complicated. The whole thing is you know, you got to trust God. You can't, you know, put your your finances on somebody else because you never know. Call God. Yeah, you got to call him. That's call <laughs> the only Call one. God. Oh, God. You need finances? <laughs> call God. Call one. God, gang. I think that's
1: one. what's so impressive about your career. Right? <laughs> Obviously, it's a Hall of Fame career. But it started with incentivized, right? Because coming out of Central Michigan, nobody's thinking, like, this is going to be the guy. He's too short. He's not fast enough. He doesn't run great routes. But you had the initiative and the like, the wherewithal and the determination, work ethic as well, to figure out, I'm going to get incentivized. Then I got the good deal. So what's that like? right? You're incentivized at in the, the start. You made the money, in the end, and now you're incentivized at the end. It was Is it kind of like, hey, I've been here before?
2: <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, bro, you know, you came in. And this is how I go on the way out. It's kind of like the business. <laughs> right? and, you know, some players, they don't understand it. It's like, you know, I had to ask myself, like, yo, I'm already out here playing for a million dollars. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I do 50 clubs, 15,000, that's like 1.5. I didn't get taco yet. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you start to make better decisions for yourself. You know what I mean? At What you thought was important then is not important now. And it's like in life, you gotta live in the now. And I think some players get stuck in the midst of, damn and I missed a moment on my career. I feel like in my career, I always you know, prepared myself and performed the way I wanted, so I never Little bit of regret. If I didn't like the team, I said, I don't like them. You know what I mean? I just stood on what I believe because I know what it was going to take with them, me and God, to be able to prep myself to be ready for what I need to do to earn my spot. You know, one thing about NFL is you got to earn it.
0: Would a team ever do, like, I know a lot of contracts is incentive-based. Yeah. Would a team ever sabotage a player so that he doesn't reach the incentive, so they have to pay
2: him? A team could do what they want. But have you seen that? I mean, of course, you've seen it all in the game, but it's just a part of the game. Like I said, the game don't change, it's players in it. So, you know, in life, they don't treat everybody the same. You know, the girl with the nice yoga pants, she might get a better discount than the girl with the sloppy pants. You know, it's just how life works. You know, depending on the type of player you is, depending on how you're gonna get treated. So, you know, you can't look at situations and judge it. You know, you just gotta do what's best for you and your situation as a player. And for me as a player, I'm did everything in the game that you could strive to want to do, all pros, Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying, Pro Bowls. I mean, highlights, memories, money, you know, that's what you pay the game for to, to change your family or your life for a living, you, you know what I'm saying. You can't score, you can't play forever, you know. It's, you know, it's health involved, it's like all kind of stuff that go in it.
1: Yeah, so you talked about making better business decisions so, obviously, there's a generation that you're the best receiver that they've seen. In their
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and
1: cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? ba 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 Lifetime. So, how do you think your impact on that side of it, right? Showing them that there's life after football, even while you're playing football. Yes. You think you're having an impact for the younger generation? I know you mentioned.
2: Absolutely. I feel like giving athletes the courage. You know, there's a lot of athletes that been in college that, you know, is really good and may not get a shot at the next level and may have some talent in some other ways but was really depressed by how it ended or how it finished and he couldn't really express his ways or stuff in other ways. You know, some college players that was real superstars on campus, you know, college players are getting paid now. Some of those guys could have started a business back then, you know, my cousin went to Central Michigan, they was giving out weed cards back then. So imagine if he had a weed card in 2007, what well, that'd be worth for right now, he may have a field, but it's like, if you don't get the opportunity in college to be able to learn a uh, sport that trade, to exercise that right. We got having a lot of athletes that's coming from these colleges, it's 119 division ones. Mm. It's about, you know, how many kids, two, 300 kids, every school. 119, so it was like 100,000 kids. You know, maybe 200 of them go pro. So the rest of the other kids, it's like, who you know what happened to them? It could have been a kid who'd been the best in college, who maybe could have started a business. Let's say Johnny Menzel. You know, he could have been still a Texas hero, but you know, it's just, you know, giving players the hope and the courage, you know, to stand bold that they could just. You know you could be anything you want to be if you put the right work ethic and discipline and do the right things give them more hope maybe more athletes is partnering up making more opportunities at the university you know uh coming together and, and maybe changing the you know the, the game eventually
1: yeah so what where did your business savvy come from right so you st- florida miami yeah. right central michigan college go to pittsburgh obviously a couple yeah. other stops after that where did you get the business savvy? Was it taught to you or were you yeah. educating yourself throughout the process?
2: Well, you know, in life you got to take care of business. You know, if you don't take care of your business then no one else going to take care of you. So I knew right off the bat coming from Miami being a kid to go to Central Michigan, you know, I'm going there for a purpose. You know, I'm going there for a reason, you know, if not to get an education to go to the NFL. So I know for me, my discipline and focus was to make that happen. So I came with a purpose And I came with intent, you know what I mean, to live out my vision of what I went to school to do. So, you know, I feel like with everybody in life, you know, you got to know who you are, be true to yourself, and know what you want out of life because they got the uh, rules and they show you what it takes to be that. You know, if you want to be a football player, you know what it's going to take to be that. You know what you got to go through. And are you willing to go through what you got to go through to get what you want? You know, that's what life's about. So for me, you know, I wanted to be a football player. I went to Central Michigan, I walked on, I owned a scholarship. I left in three years as a junior, because that was my goal, you know, that's what's between me and God. So I think if you make a vision, whatever your vision is in life, you know, just stick to God and live that out. So you stay true to yourself, you know, cause the world will get you distracted and you know, caught up with other people. Just be your best self and be your best you. So let's talk about real estate, uh, booming estates. Oh, uh, how you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> we
0: do a little research. Yeah. So you partnered with the champ, uh, Floyd. Yeah. You know that. He got a $100 million commercial real estate company. So how's that, how's that been going, and why'd you want to um,
2: work with Floyd? Well, obviously, Floyd is one of the most successful uh, athletes of our generations in regards of, you know, selling the hard work,ing dedication, discipline, and getting the best deals, you know, putting himself in the best situation to get the maker-star deals. And still to this day, so for me, you know, it's all about, you know, when I'm not planning to be able to make the, check, the big checks, I want to make my millions work for me. So partner with a, you know, real estate company with over a billion dollars in equity, you know, putting some millions in there just help my residual. So now I got to wake up and look for money. They provided me interest of equity every month. When I wake up, I know there's some consistent coming, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to, you know, life is not about working hard. It's about finding less ways to work and making things work for you. So, we're not looking for no work. We're not looking for more deals. We're just looking about for more things we could buy or buy into that's going to just keep suitable to our living standards.
1: So, prior to, to linking up with the champ, were you building your own real estate portfolio? Or were, you, were you into the real estate game itself?
2: You know, I got the homestead tax in Florida that protect the asset. You know, I own three houses myself. You know, I got my own real estate company booming in the states. I got 14 million dollars in properties myself. So, you know, I keep a couple pads or whatever. <laughs> you know, I got that shit in there and I got that shit on. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: you, you partnered with two yeah. of the two of the biggest figures in our, in the culture in the world, Kanye and Floyd. Um talk about each one of them like cuz they're both controversial people in their own regards, what, what made you take a liking to them and what do you see in, in, in them that you can like, okay, this is beneficial relationship?
2: I just feel like business just gotta be you no know, good for the business, not about who the person is. You know, when doing business, you gotta get contracts with lawyers. You gotta get agreements and stick to those. You know, you can't just invest with a guy cause he make money. You know, it's gotta be the right deal that's suitable for you. So when I look at deals and investment it don't, it don't care what guy. You know, they got to talk to Ace Aaron and he got to get with the lawyers to make sure the paperwork's suitable so we're not getting entangled because, you know, a lot of guys could lose money for just partnering with guys for who they is, you know. And it's all about having your own. You know, if you could partner with some and add to or see something back, you know, I got my own money. So, like, even without these guys, you know, I made $100 million a contract and I did the right thing with my money so I'm able to, be who I want to be and also in a survival mode is more most people they just working to try to save up for life you know what I'm saying well I already done did that part so I'm able to you know live and look at it a little different
1: so when you're an athlete like you said you over 70 80 million dollars in contracts with the NFL obviously you had endorsements with companies as well you have to be disciplined to be an athlete for sure Did you have the financial discipline as well? Because we see a lot of athletes that don't have that, a lot of entertainers that don't have
2: that. You got to have that discipline because you got to think about life at the ball. So every year I try to write a goal, whatever the salary was, what I was going to save, you know, what you're going to live off. And then every year just, you know, learn how they do the books, you know, how to track the W-9, you know, how to, and just every year educate yourself so you can just do it better.
1: While you were playing, were you living in Florida?
2: Always out a Florida State. You don't want to pay the state taxes, clearly. <laughs> that
1: makes a lot of sense, right? Now Those <laughs> no state taxes save, save 20% there. Yeah. Of
2: course.
0: <laughs> that's beneficial. Do you still have a passion
2: to play the game? Of course. You know, I know I could, like, I'd be loving to get deep and score touchdowns, but, you know, it's a lot more into it now, you know what I'm saying? A lot of better things, of course. I see the game now. I'd be looking for a player to, like, give me a little resemblance to someone where I'd be like, yo, he's hungry enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be... Seeing who out there, I just don't see nothing in the game that's like... Can't there's a few. It's a couple guys that I think really good, but like, yeah. name some guys, who you think?
1: Jefferson's good. Who that? Jefferson.
2: Yeah, I like Justin Jefferson.
1: Uh, they don't win
2: no games, though. <laughs> so it's like, of course... Right, Jam- Jamar Chase?
1: <laughs> huh? Jamar Chase? Of course. Talent-wise, he don't, not the flamboyancy that you have, no, but I talent. think
2: Chase fire, but for him to be a 6'2 guy, like, he's tall, his scribe, look like a small guy, right? When you see him play? <laughs> No cap, though. I'm just being real. Nah, he could do But he do has getaway speed, though. No, he's elite. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Jamar Chase is elite. He's yeah. a great receiver, but just when I see him play, he look like... He looks smarter than what he is for real, right?
1: Well, I guess you could say that. I can see why, I see why Six you see saying too He's
2: like... <laughs> I'm just being real. Like I'm saying, yeah. he could do everything in the game, but I'm saying, when I watch the game, when you watch him, then you be like, yo, this guy hungry, or he's just a first-round guy I pick when they just like, yo, you come in, and then we going... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm looking for a guy that's real hungry, like you know what I'm saying. Like he feel like, you know, it's you know we gotta keep watching. <laughs>
0: how how depend how dependent is a wide receiver on a quarterback though? Because you could be the best wide receiver in the, in the yeah. world, and if your quarterback don't have that connection, it's not gonna work out. Or
2: is that yeah. not true? I mean, you only receiver when you get the ball, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So like whatever it is, when you get the ball, we gotta see you. When you rate the route, they gotta see it. So. Obviously it's a football is a team game, so you can't do nothing by yourself. You definitely gotta have a quarterback, the O line, the office, the coordinator. You know, it take a lot to be a successful football player. You gotta a lot that goes into it. Obviously the quarterback, a big factor, officer coordinator. Situation has gotta be a lot of things that in your favorite.
0: You talked about C T E. Is that something that you ever are concerned about yourself? Like
2: Yeah, like sometimes I get real aggressive, like Yeah, real aggressive. But you got to really understand that mentality because, you know, when you've been playing football so long, you just used to like, hold on, they did what? Mm. You look at everything, as like, hold on. But, you know, it's a real life. So it's like life is not a football, but, you know, when you spend so much time engaging in football.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries.
1: So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Football
2: feels in the life, you know, you could be aggressive on the football field. Like, you could, you know, I could push the guy as much as I want between the whistles or whatever, because it's legal to be like, to be violent. But in life, you know, if someone screw you over, you know, in the football field, you could just go smack them, like, have your way with them. But in life, you know, you can't do that. So, you know... Sometimes a split moment, you know, you got to understand, you know, life is not the field. Sometimes you live in that state of being because, you know, you spend so much time in life in that area, you know.
1: You spent majority of your life of course. In, in this craft. I mean, I hear the passion. Do you ever envision yourself being a part of the game, whether it's coaching or someday mm-hmm. being a part of an ownership group or being the ownership group in a league like the NFL?
2: I don't know. You know, we think about buying a team, but... Nah, I can't coach, you know, I'm barely on time as a player. I'm going to be there, you know, y'all boys going to have to coach y'all sub up. Y'all 21, y'all getting this money, right? Like, I'm I'm just putting that shit on. I'm not coaching nobody. The flyest owner. Yeah, I don't think the owner too, you know, it's a shady game. So it's like, as an owner, it's a lot of players. It's like, ah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather just keep it neutral, everyone, with positivity and love, you know. Being the owner, there's a lot of things that come with that as well. It's true. I'd yeah. rather own the team, but not just be the owner when decisions and, you know. Yeah. So and this is like
1: that. the process in itself, right? You just can't, they gotta vote you to even be a part of the yeah, situation. it's a union. It's a union, so people don't Ch- even realize You just that. can't just do that. Exactly. You know, you
2: gotta be, know somebody that knows something and they really like you or something. Yeah. You know, cause we tried to buy Denver but you know they ain't wanna let us in. You know we had the PR, the PE, everything. Yeah. You know. Who was involved in the group? You know we had a lot of good people. You know a lot of money.
1: A whole lot of money.
2: Oh. We had some shit in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I,
1: I'm thinking back to the, the real estate play um, because obviously uh, the booming real estate group yeah. and combined with Kanye what he has with the, you know, the Donda Doves and having the high school. Yeah. Is that something that you guys have ever talked about where you're actually buying maybe schools and now finding other places to, to spread yeah. uh, the Donda school? Because right now it's just only in California, right? Yes. But eventually maybe it spreads throughout the United States and again, you know, yeah. eventually maybe the world. Is that something where it's like, you might have a, more of a, more experience, I should say, yeah. in, this, in the space where he can lean on you for that?
2: Now obviously, you know, Me and Justin could collab with Frederick and the brand, but it all start right here in LA first. The charter school, we want to make sure, we could make sure these kids are the most successful and the most impacted, you know what I mean? So once we master this one, then we could branch off and do a lot more other things. But my guy, Maya Orbach, I don't know if you know him, he's the owner of the Grizzly. You know, he's big in real estate, got a big platform of real estate, was on the board with us to buy Denver Broncos and you know it's about the people. You know what I mean. We can set up buildings, we can set up football fields, we can set up warehouses, we could buy farms, but it don't mean nothing without the people. So we just in the business of taking care of the people. Who's the people? We are the people. The youth, the people we work with, and we just trying to maximize the people. The people happy, and then it's a process to get all that stuff because we we could do it. Mm-hmm. But it's all about you know mastering the people people that's working for with the kids, the people that's there committed on a daily basis, and the people that's going to further along their future to help these kids be the best. You know, and that's all kind of our motto. You know, we ain't trying to, you know, make it look sexy. We just trying to further the youth, impact the youth, and help the future superheroes, you know, achieve their goals.
0: Down to sports, um, you know, from a management perspective, a lot of people, Saying that an agent is not needed for a player anymore. A few like Bobby Wagner doesn't have an agent. Yeah. What's your What's your thoughts? You think players still need agents, or they can negotiate their own contracts? They don't need an agent.
2: No, I feel like you always need an agent because how you going How you going to look at a guy you negotiate with him when you think you're worth ten mil and the guy say, "Man, we only got two and a half." So as a player, you gotta you know live with that. business the story of the reality of how the team really felt about you. So, you know, I think mentally for a player, that's not conducive to mental health Mm. when you're trying to give someone your all. And, you know, obviously everyone think they're worth more than what it is or what, you know, it's a salary cap. So everyone got to be conducive to a cap. So I don't think it's, you know, I feel like you don't have to be an agent if you got, you know, a manager or any representation you trust to talk on your behalf. But it's a business. You're not going to want to. You know, be negotiating with you know what I mean with someone you not seeing your worth direct. You know. So keep that
0: shit on. Very important. Put the shit on, then keep it on.
2: Yeah, you gotta put that. Because putting it on is only
0: half the battle. you you gotta keep it on. Yeah. So fashion. Yeah. What's the what's what's the vibe? What we what we doing with the fashion? You putting out your own clothing line, or you just having fun with it?
2: What's your what's your? Well, I'm just designing myself. You know, obviously we could run out a couple lines and push it. But, you know what I mean? We just putting that shit on right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? We ain't trying to take nobody money. We just trying to let you see the establishment. Just, the inspire. Just, yeah, inspire just inspire Yeah, just inspire and encourage the people. We're not trying to make a killing off of them. We just showing the courageous vibes, courageous showing vibes. the independency, showing the establishments. You know, we just had a paradigm shift.
0: Do you feel like you're a rebel because you know, when you exited the league, obviously it was a lot of talk, a lot of controversy, and you was like, most people would have kind of took a step back from the public, but you was like, mm-hmm. took a step forward, <laughs> courtside games, all. Super, th- Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You, With the
0: math. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That, was that on purpose, or you just like. <laughs> you
2: no, know, life for living. Just because the world thinks I'm in chaos, that don't mean I'm in chaos. You know, it's about staying true to yourself. You know, I had a plan, you know, you gotta know when it's right to walk off. I did what was right for me. That don't mean it was right for everyone else. So it ain't for everyone else to understand at that moment, you know, but it take courage, you know, it take discipline, you know, it take a lot of mental fortitude to, you know, see people thinking you one way and you know what it is. You know what I mean?
1: And even in that moment, you can correct me if I'm wrong, right? When it seems like it's you against the league, you still show up to the Super Bowl, you bought your own ticket course, I bought the and, whole suite. And, and bought the whole suite. So was it 200? Did you buy 200 seats for people, your local students in LA? Of course,
2: you know what I did. See, man. like that story, like, talk, <laughs> of yeah, yeah. Of so,
1: like, talk about that, because that story gets, like, brushed aside.
2: Nobody want to hear the good stories. People want to hear about the bad guy. That's what sells. The news is non-positive. It's negative, right? That's what people want to hear. That's yeah. the television. So I just fit the script of like a gangster, but like really I'm a nice guy that make a lot of business. But, you know, I can't help the way people write or what they think they make money off of is all the business. Yeah. But, you know, obviously being a successful player, you got to have good relationships to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL to get the biggest contract. You know, the only player ever, skilled player to make that type of money with the Steelers, you got to be doing something right. So it's not what others say, it's about what we do. So while they talking, I'm doing. Right. And I wasn't, you know, I'm at the game to support my guy KD. You know, that's a, you know, usually I can't see that game if I'm in season. Mm-hmm. So what they wanted me to do, go in the house and just, you know, if I go in the house, I don't have no motion. I'm a man, I gotta be out here, you know, no man worth nothing in the house. <laughs> that's your girl, right? You need to be out, like, you know, create and bring in, you know, yeah. being productive, so. You know when others, you know, when others went low, I went high. They said I was crazy. Now they dancing like me. <laughs> Put that shit on. Put <laughs>
0: that shit on. real.
1: Put that shit oh, on. Oh, I love it. I love it. Put that shit. So let's talk about that. Boomin' Productions. Yes. So obviously you're the artist, but are we signing artists? Are we are we establishing? And
2: Boomin' Productions is my other Boomin Productions just the the business I do business with, so they don't do business with me direct. You know they do it with my business, so they don't have to 10.99 me. They could do my business. My record label is Cal Records, mm. Cab Records, C A B. You know, cashing all bets. You know, it's a lot of names behind that, but we got my own publishing, Cab Publishing. I own all my rights to my music. You know, I got my own label. And matter of fact, it's not a LLC. You know, it's you know I'm in Delaware where you can't find the INC. It's really <laughs> private, exclusive, cause I know a lot of people wanna look up my address with the limited liabilities. Yeah. So I went to Delaware. Delaware and Wyoming. You know about that, right? <laughs> they got the private business, but you know we in business clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly. the tax benefits. Boom, bad. Business is always- booming. Um, yeah,
1: they got, <laughs> that's the game that they don't tell you.
2: That's what I know, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, you dig. All those rights and masters you know where they're coming.
0: The only way, the only way. So, do you think that you're like a threat to the to the NFL, to the league, like, because it's like, you know, you, you everything you speak about is independence, 1099 mm-hmm. and, you know, independent da-da-da. Do you think that, you know, because sports is not really made for people to be independent. Team sports Sorry. is made for you to rely on a team. You think that you are like a threat to that system?
2: I'm not a threat to the system. I'm an advocate for the system. I've been through the system. I made it through the system. I mean, I didn't make it the way probably the system would like me to go about it. You know, everyone liked to win the Super Bowl, go out and talk. I won a Super Bowl, they still was talking crazy. I came back through all the adversity, won everything, and it's still the same. The value didn't change. The word on the street didn't change. Anybody could say anything at any moment, and they run with it. So for me, you know, I feel like the NFL is not gonna encourage anyone that's, you know, walking out the game on their own will, not limping out or falling victim to them in regards to that, whatever that entails. You know, I'm not here to create drama within me or any other player, but I'm the perfect example for an NFL player that walk away from the NFL in real time and become active in regards to whatever career I'm working on at that time. Most guys, they have to fall victim to the NFL. I don't see guys like me getting, you know what I mean, millions of dollars to go talk on the sports shows, right? Deion Sanders had to go coach at Jackson State. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like a lot of big, you know what I mean? It ain't really a lot that you could do with leaving the game. You know, it should be a study about what players do. Yeah. when they leave the game because, you know, nobody hear from them.
1: Yeah. I, or, right? I, yeah, I remember that. I, I would watch uh, HBO. Yeah. It's not the NFL. And it was always the where are they now segment.
2: Yeah.
1: And it was always, you know, they had – some of them had started businesses and some – they would tell their stories about where they have been. But I think you're right. Like, else, when somebody leaves the game, when they're starting the game – They die I, out. Especially in the NFL, unless they go into broadcasting, yeah. how do they remain a star? Exactly. And I, So, like, you have mastered that in a sense. I, so I wonder – how do you maybe? Are you concerned with how you're going to be remembered as a, as an athlete? Because like your career yeah. speaks for itself, right? All decade team. Yeah. I think first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. But are you? Do you ever? Does that ever cross your mind? Like how am I going to be remembered, or how are you going to feel if it's not first, like first yeah, ballot?
2: You know, when you are a player, and you know you speak as a coach, and like how you want to be remembered is like, I just want my teammates to remember me as a guy that always never ran out of gas. God came with the same energy every day, no matter what. You could depend on me to make the plays. Only respect of the people I need is the people I play with, the coaches, the organizations that, you know, invested in me to know what I stood for, what I represent. You know, it's not my job to worry about how others accept me or what they feel about me or to worry what I did. What I've done is do what's best for, for me and provide a service for every team I play for. No matter the disservice or what's the trauma, the drama, man, when AB was in the field, he gave you his all. Man, you know, you was gonna get 100%. I overcame the adversity. You know, I persevered. Even when things wasn't right, you know, I I find a way to just remain happy and overcome. So when you gave everything you gave in your heart and you did everything you feel was the right way, you don't have no regrets. Mm -hmm. Only time you live in regrets when you took a shortcut. You know, I feel like I did. Even if I did, didn't did do something that I may have been right and I learned from it off maturity, I still feel like, you know, you know I was true to myself to you know, to stand on everything I did and, you know, had a lot of great moments. And, you know, I was, wrote up the record books, the archives, a lot of big highlights. And, you know, I know my kids are excited when they see it, and that's all that matters, you know. They're still doing the dance to the day. I ain't even got to score a touchdown. They're scoring for me. <laughs> they dancing, so I'm making clearly that's an impact. You know, clearly there's some influence, but you know it's just all about encouraging, you know, people to be their best selves, so we can have better football, better world. You know, better people, better leaders. Nah, you no, know, I mean
0: you bring up a good point with that. I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, most NFL players, if you're not gonna be a broadcaster, which there's very limited spots, mm-hmm. nobody really stays. Even if you're successful, you're not a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Like Deion Sanders, he, he but. It's hard to stay relevant.
2: Deion Sanders played two major sports. And after sports, it's like, yo, where he at? I didn't see the jerry curl no more. I didn't see the swag. I, I didn't see it. Right or wrong?
1: You know, they, they end up in... um. The, the commercials were like...
2: Of course. Always. Okay. Like Chicken the, on the helmet. Chicken <laughs> on the helmet. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not reality, bro. No. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'm seeing, dog. Elbow abrasive. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, um, I Jerry Icy Ra- Hot. Yeah, I've seen Jerry Wright. Yeah, seen Jerry yeah Rachel, with Icy the Hot.
2: sleeve with Brett Favre, like <laughs> the knee sleeve and shit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> he's like, come on, dog.
1: Nah,
0: but that's real, though. Yeah, it he's is. He's probably the only one, that I, at least in recent history, that I can really think about that he's actually might have even become more popular. After. After.
1: Yeah, that's not easy to do. I mean, that's what I said. Like th- that's that's influence, that's impact, right? Call and God. That's that's legendary. That's the only. No, that's the only person that could do it.
2: Call God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did you come up with the call God thing?
2: You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, you know, in life, you know, we all gonna die. So it's like the whole entombment, the life, the whole perfect uh, freedom is getting closer to God. So my motto, you know. I just got to tap in with God, you know, because that's our source. You know, that's what give us, you see what I'm saying? So when I score the touchdown before I do the thing, I let them know I'm tapping in. You know what I'm saying? This is God doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh God. I gotta call him.
1: So we got the music. We got the real estate. Is there something that else that you want to add? Or is there something else that's out there that inspires you to say, like, I think that one—that's the next venture I want to tap into.
2: Yeah, well, I got like six million jewelry. I got a six-watch collection. We talk about know, the watch. We got to talk you about know the watches. You
0: just bought a recent. You just bought a watch. Of course. Uh, no, a big, a big one, a big purchase. Hello. Let's talk about. Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, assets are really big things, and you know, me being an artist, you know, you need the assets. You know, jewelry, watches. Jacob & Co watches, the values only go up. So while some guys go get the 400K Lamborghini Aventador, you know, I go get the 400K Godfather, Jacob & Co, cause the value only go up and I can protect it with the insurance. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now that's an asset too, a part of my worth.
1: How many watches in the collection? At least 10.
2: The
1: watches, people don't, People don't appreciate
0: that. Watches have appreciated, and the, this is a fact, in the last 10 years, watches have appreciated more than S&P 500 stocks. Of course. Mm-hmm. High-end high watches. High-end. Rolexes. Of course. So you have, like, Rolexes, APs, Richard Millie's, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. The the value, especially during the pandemic, they went crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an asset, especially if you don't, you know, mess it up and put aftermarket diamonds. Sure. That's, that's Factory that's diamonds only. Please. Very I've been
2: Bowman <laughs>
1: <laughs> So you brought assets out the yes. side of the show's liabilities. So I'm wondering if yep. there's anything throughout your career that you were like, damn, that was a stupid ass movie. Why do, I do that?
2: Uh, you know, I try to do the right things, you know? You know, we probably made a rain and a couple booby traps. <laughs>
0: but, Here and there. Support, support the No, that was it. for
2: the naked house. Yeah. No you know, supporting the cause, but. Yeah, the cause. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> but for the most part, the key What's like is booming. business booming. You know, the key business booming. You got Savington. Savington. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: no, that's a fact. That is a fact. So, uh, you have kids. Do you want them to. Well, would you encourage them to follow your footsteps in sports? Like, was it worth it? Was. Cause you know it's a lot of up and downs with the health aspect, where people criticize you, but then there's a lot of positive financially, fame. Looking back on it, you you think it was worth
2: it? Yeah, it was worth it, of course. But, but for me, my kids different. You know, my kids got five two nine college fun, black black you know black college rock fun. They got five two nines. You know, the lifestyle a little different. So you know, in life, I feel like you know your hunger. You know, hunger for life, build your determination based on your position you in. So if you got kids who live in million dollar houses and just got pools all day, you know, why would they wanna push themselves to go on the field and, you know, do that? So it's like, you know, for me it's just helping my kid be their best selves and who they wanna be. You know, everyone's not going to play football and do what I've done because, you know, that's considered insanity. You know, but I'm just there to help them be their best. So in regards to whatever they want to do.
1: That, I mean, every time you speak now, I'm just thinking like, I wonder, are do you feel a responsibility to teach the game that you know, right? When I hear 529 plans, yeah. I'm hearing tax code in Delaware, yeah. I'm hearing no state tax.
2: I got like, Symmetra insurance, <laughs> right, Pacific. Like, insuring it's your watches. Lock yeah. in, you know, that lock in 2% every five years. You know, I got six million there. 200,000 a year, every five years, that's a million. No, I could afford a couple, you know, some more support, you know, somebody out there wanting to drop a load or something, you know, I'm getting money or whatever. <laughs> Shit, I can't help it, bruh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lessons you learn that's what—that's the part I'm, I'm trying to get to, Are, do you feel like a responsibility or do you even feel like, you know what, let me get a game to these young guys, especially the young receivers and athletes that you yeah. take a leg into. Are you giving them that game too?
2: You know, I don't want to try to be an advocate to try to sell people. You know, if you need, you know, educated, you know, we'll always try to be there for someone to educate them. But we just try to focus on our own business. You know, someone with down the sports will help them and get them along the right way. But we're not trying to be an advocate and be out here, you know, you know, swindling people and helping, you know, to each his own in life. You know, you just gotta make the best decision for you. Put yourself in the best position you wanna be in. You know, everyone tastes for life ain't gonna be my taste or your taste. You know, what I want out of life may not be where 90% of people want out of life as a male. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's all about your level of view, what you want for yourself, what you strive to be. You know, everybody don't want a lot of stuff so they don't work for stuff, you know. When you're driven and you want, you got to work. So life is about work. And freedom is about making choices to get closer to God because that's where we get our freedom. So for me, you know, that's how I live. That's how I move. That's how I think. So, you know, I've been able to have the financial freedom, you know, to have a clear mind. You know, most people, they just trying to get the bills paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to buy the building. Mm-hmm. So just your appetite of life. Everybody ain't going to want the Jacob and Co. and Richard Milley. They might just want the simple vibes, but it's just according to your taste. So not everybody want the God. Some people want they do the stuff themselves. They don't want to be a follower. Nowadays, the kids say they don't want to be a rider. They don't want to be riders. They want to be themselves. But to each his own, You know I'm just here to bring positive energy and you know encourage people in the midst the adversity and help people just stay true to themselves in the midst the adversity because it's non-stop, you know, the trauma, the hate, you know, I'm just out here pining in, you know, pushing the culture.
0: Call God if you ever need it. You <laughs> gotta call God, got to daily. Call
2: that's the most God. important thing.
1: Speed down. Daily,
2: Yeah, daily, daily yeah. affirmation. Yes, I uh, appreciate you, brother. Thank well, nice you. love, man, thanks for having me. Oh, good, and man. I should've brought the wine out and everything.
1: You oh, the, the wine, move. please. You got it, please. Yogi, champagne, please. Ab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ladies
0: and gentlemen, Bowman.
2: I <laughs> was lit.
1: Hey, it's Troy and Rashad from Assets Over Liabilities. This episode's word: liability. This is the Asset Journal, brought to you by Ally. A liability is something a person or company owes, usually a sum of money. Liabilities are settled over time through the transfer of economic benefits, including money, goods, or services.
0: A liability is seen as something that takes money out of your pocket. However, a liability is anything that does not add value to your account or life. This can be friendships, relationships, and more. Only here on Revolt.
1: Woo! Woo. My dog. I'm going you. hit Yeah, yeah. Thank you, bro.
2: Appreciate Bowman. Revolt Bowman. Name Bowman. Call God.
0: For a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a
2: placemat, then that wasn't a road trip.
1: It was just a really long drive. Bada
0: ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.